I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi, guys. Hi, this is Laura. And it's Debbie, and it's another episode of, of I Got the Hell Out. Well, it's been an interesting week on my end, and you informed me. How come? It just has been, and you you, you, you informed <laughs> me that you were crabby, so I'm going to... I'm cranky today. I didn't get enough sleep. I woke up really early, and I'm cranky. Maybe you need to eat a Snickers bar. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just cranky. Well, I, I had, it was like a family reunion this week, in all honesty, with all of these people contacting me. And, oh, former cult members? Yeah, former cult members. and Member years? M- members. <laughs> I'm still working on the tongue thing. I was told that Mogan David has alcohol, that's oh, Passover that's the wine. wine. Wine, okay. And the Manischewitz is also Passover wine, but I was informed that that will mess you up even worse than the other stuff. So oh. maybe maybe they're drinking altar wine, which has very like a minuscule amount in it. Oh. Yeah, I had a customer okay. gift me with a bottle of altar wine one year as a Christmas gift. Now I he was in his seventies, so maybe Aww, he didn't know what he was he picking didn't up. Know any better? Oh, sweet guy. But yeah, I got altar wine, and needless to say, I didn't drink it. So I gave it to my neighbor and our our assistant Marie, and she took one swill of it, and it, the rest of it went down the sink because it was so really nasty. Funny. But don't they make wine, like, you know how they make non-alcoholic beer? Don't they make non-alcoholic wine? They do, and some churches use grape juice, so maybe they're down to using water. They probably water down the grape juice, too. Probably. Makes it go farther. Because you have to drink, like, four glasses during Passover. Maybe they're using That would be interesting. That would be funny. Well, no, because then they wouldn't be having alcohol alcohol in it as a beverage. It would just be plain Kool-Aid. Yeah, but if they're going to use grape juice, why not go to Kool-Aid? Okay, another Jim Jones. Just saying. Oh, come on now. And Tracy C. told us to live the rumor because there's all kinds of rumors that, you know, come out of that place. Like, mm. I, I ran into a friend of mine and she was like so surprised to see me and it was like a year after I had left. And apparently the rumor was going around that I hooked up with some woman and I took took my ex's kids and me and my lesbian lover, not that there's anything wrong with that, is living in another state and he has no idea where his children are because I kidnapped them. What? They make up rumors about you when you leave. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah. But Tracy C. said, you know, live the rumors. If they're talking about you, you know, let them talk, man. Live the rumor. Live the rumor. And what else do you have? Uh, another ex member told me that she can't even own a turkey baster at this point. <laughs> that <laughs> she only buys like the she only buys like the turkey breast and she puts it downwards so she doesn't oh even God. have to baste it. Is she able to have ice cubes in her drink? I didn't ask. She well, just why she not? just told me that she just didn't have. How does she feel about ice? I'll have to find out. That's so funny, though. She can't use a turkey baster. 
No, she can't. That's so funny. And uh, Mel S. gave us the greatest t-shirt. I can't wait till we start selling t-shirts. I know, I know. We have to get our crown together here. Uh, Mel S. Straighten Your Crown. Yes. yes I love that, that t-shirt. Yes. Straighten Your Crown. Yes. And I found it interesting that that news article I was reading from last week mm-hmm. said that they were a 1,200-seat church, correct? Okay. I just remember that our biggest feast before people started getting disenchanted and leaving, we had like 2,300 people registered. And, and that included everybody, women, children, men, security. If you were there, you were among the numbers. And I remember that feast being really crowded and really hot. I just can't imagine, 2,300 people jammed, jammed in there. That's like, you know, twice the amount of what's supposed to be in there. Oh my God, so these people were standing up during the whole service. Some of it was oh. standing Some of it was standing room only. Now you have to remember that a lot of the guards and the people down at the front gate, they were listening in on radios when the, the, the service was going on because they still had jobs to do. They still had to watch the perimeter. Oh, okay. They had to keep an eye on, on little man's door from the outside back corner so no one was trying to sneak in. And do you know what I find funny, Laura? We have, we have followers. It hit me. Like, we have actual fans and followers. And that hit me this week. And most of them, when they're talking about the cult on Facebook, they just refer to him as the little man. I know. I love it. They don't even put leader after oh, it. Oh, no. Nope. Just little man. Little man, it. little man, little man. Oh, I, I Hopefully was, little man's listening. Hey, guy. Oh, I know. I know he's listening. He has to be. I mean, how could you not listen to us? We're hysterical. <laughs> Uh, there was a Leanne J that asked about deprogramming. Ooh, that's and interesting. Two ex members actually chimed in. I screenshot what they had wrote, but I'm not going to try and find that. The one member actually uh, goes to, I guess, a therapist. I was just going to ask if that's done with a therapist. And it's a form of deprogramming, but not like you would think, okay? How how does it work? I'm not even sure. I'm, how... I'm not sure. Okay. You'll have to find the link on Facebook if you want to find these people and see exactly what they wrote. Or as wrote. you say, Google it. And the other um, ex-member, he said that a lot of times the deprogramming, it's too much too quick. And oh, it doesn't okay. work because it's kind of like taking a heroin addict and just going... No here's more some, drugs for Here's you. some Suboxone and happy thoughts, okay? Right. It, it takes work to... It's a slow process. It's a slow process. And when you've been in this culture, living this way for 10 plus years, it's just not going to happen. It just doesn't switch on and off. And I can tell you no amount of counseling, deprogramming, anything is ever going to diminish the 613 for me. Oh, and um, the little town I live in, they shut down the main road and we party all week long from 7.30 in the evening to 11 o'clock at night. We've got live music and bingo. I took a picture of my bingo cards. Oh, no. Yeah. In the bottom right-hand corner in the Bs, there was a six at the bottom and the 13 at the top. Of course. And the next card over, there was a six at the top of the B column, and the next under, underneath it was a 13. Of course. And I actually sat there and says, I'm going to turn this into a positive experience because it was the Did last. Did you hit bingo? I hit bingo twice. With the six and the 13? Yes. Nice. All three, all three cards had the six, nice. 13, but only two of them had them touching. Okay. The third card, and this was the only spot left to sit when I sat down because bingo's popular there. Go right. figure. You get half the pot. What'd you win? 
Um, I had to split the pot both times, which stunk, but I got $2.25 the first time. <laughs> Woo! Big winner. And I got $2 the second time. Well, don't spend it all in one place. Well, it was 25 cents for three cards. So I can't funny. complain. I was expecting you to say, like, I won 25 bucks or I won 50 bucks. Well, I would have won like $5 if I wouldn't have had to split with somebody because the, the fire department takes half of oh, the pot. Oh, okay. That's cool. So if they get $10, they keep five for the right. rate for running the game, and whoever wins gets five. And then five. you got to split that. Gotcha. Yeah, two, two gotcha. fifty, whatever it was. Did you have all of your little, you know how some people have all of their little, like, lucky Oh, gosh, no. This is this is 25 cents. Whatever. No. We, we, we're dancing in the street by 11 o'clock at night. They're, they're selling jello shots. There's no lucky charms going on there, little trolls. You know those trolls with the hair people take to bingo and they have them all lined up? Did you ever see that? We don't have those there, but, like, the monthly ones after summer's over, yeah, we got some crazy people. I call her the bingo Nazi. She she plays. those. You buy one sheet and it has, like, 12 cards well, on did it. You, does she not She use, plays, like, four cards but did you ever see the ones they don't even use like the bingo chips or the you use a stampers they don't know they don't even do that they just know where the numbers are did you ever see those no. people oh my they have God. to be a savant or something it is like it is a gift they just they sit there and they just know where the numbers are i i couldn't keep up i don't know why we're going down this road i don't know go. either but our some of our wiccan friends hi dana hi rachel they they said that the salt that they use it's kind of like used to purify and stuff oh, okay. before before spells and whatnot. So I guess the cult's getting into some Wiccan stuff now. I told you they're a mix of everything. And they just keep adding just stuff. Just keep adding different religions to it. I don't know. Like I said, I think somebody over-ordered salt by a, by a lot. And they're just trying to figure out different ways to use it. I couldn't tell you. I'm surprised they're not selling it to people. I'm sure they are. It's probably special floor kosher salt or something so stupid. <laughs> They said it um, also cleanses, cleanses the negative energy. Who said that? The cult? Or no, the, no, the Dana Wiccans? and Rachel. Oh, okay. Yeah, they said it's supposed to cleanse the negative energy. And, um, oh, that's pretty cool. The one lady said that she uses it just to cleanse the, cleanse the room before she does whatever she does. Now, is it just regular salt, like table salt? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Okay. And we helped a... This is her words. We helped a lesbian avoid crazy dudes for the rest of her life because she read that article about um, that Christian woman about no tattoos and debt-free virgins. Yes. Well, she has a college degree and she's definitely not a virgin and we, she's getting a tattoo now so that men will definitely avoid her for the rest of her life. (laughs) I thought that was, I thought that was hysterical. And, oh, what am I going with Where this? else are you going? Well, you have so much stuff written in that notebook. I know. I just, uh, I talked to, in our Facebook group, there are quite a few members that came from, not my cult, but other cults or cult-like religions. Okay. And Mel S., she was with a different cult, but they got really mad at her one time because they were faking some stuff and she didn't want to be a part of it. Okay. She didn't want to be a part of what wasn't real. They were faking photographs. I mean, it wasn't anything oh, okay. bad. And but just they weren't being genuine. Correct. Okay. And she got in trouble for not being a team player, for not playing along with the propaganda that her cult was trying to produce with these photographs. 
after the child molester went to Oh, we're on a whole jail. different topic now. Well, the, she or, we're talking about faked media. Oh, okay. okay. After the child molester went to jail, I was contacted by a couple of people because they faked a regular church function. The cult faked a church function Why? to appear normal. They and and here's the funny Wait, part. Wait, who did they fake it for? Media. I'm oh. I'm getting more. Oh, 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 okay. Because you know, after the child molester was taken away, and people are going, "What the hell is going on out there?" Oh, okay. Men and women are separate. They're wearing veils. They got menstrual. So masks. this is after this is after the pedophile was arrested and it was made public. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And they tried to appear to make it normal, and Mel S said that in her cult, they also had media often come now a lot of times that media was invited and when the media is invited you have time to prepare you have not only the time to prepare but you hand pick the people in your group that you want to be interviewed that you want right. to be seen that you want to be seen doing certain jobs and i started thinking about it and the cult has done this for years and years and years they have another program that I'm not going to name the program, but they have they have money coming in about five or six different ways, and, and they're scams. Yeah, uh, yes, basically. Okay. And they were during one feast, they were using the children in a classroom setting for a video for this program that they are are putting out, mm -hmm. and the children were all told to take their holy garments off. And a lot of them were elders' children, and they were quite confused because they're in the sanctuary, and they're being told to take their holy garments which off. Which they normally would not be allowed to do. Which you're not allowed to take your holy garments off because you're in the sanctuary. And they were kind of wondering if it was some weird test of some sort. Oh, so they're just like, no, we're not going to do that. The one, the one was the virgin birth baby. Okay. He was special. That oh, was my special air quotes. One. Right. And nobody was even allowed to touch him. Oh, my God. And he was just ignoring the bitch I love to hate. And somebody just suggested to her, well, just take the holy garment off his head. And she got this look on her face, and she goes, I ain't touching him. How about you take it off of his head? Because I guess they would have they gotten don't want to go to hell. Or maybe the little leader, little guy, little guy he might have got upset that the, the virgin baby was touched somehow gotcha. and made impure. I don't know. But yeah, they, here's, here's the funniest part. They faked this false church function, okay, out in front of the sanctuary, and somewhere they got a fountain. Okay, it must have been a battery-operated fountain or something. But yeah, they're having this church function in front of a non-existent, never been there. Did they say what the function was for? It was just so that they could appear normal in front of me. But I mean, did they have like people. a theme for it? I, I don't know. I just know that they they never had a fountain out there before or after that function. <laughs> the men and women were mixing together. Nobody was wearing veils or oh. carrying menstrual mats. And oh, that would have been hysterical. Well, it was also hand-picked people. It wasn't... That the, knew how to... Or knew what to say, what not to say. Correct. The, 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 the players. The players right. that yeah. are That's not going to say the wrong thing. They're going to make it appear that... Because you're allowed out there, you're allowed to deceive anybody else on this planet because they're not part of the group. Right. So it, it was okay to deceive the media. That's what they're actually doing. And, and looking back, they've deceived the, deceived the media 
many times with, because I, I was in the hospital. I had just literally pushed my second kid out because I refused to have him at the midwives because they almost killed me the first time. Right. And I had found one of three women gynecologists and that's how I ended up at the hospital for the second one. And as soon as that baby was popped out, toes were counted. He held his son. He shoved the baby at me because he had a media function that the leader needed him at. Oh, uh, so he could say the right thing and do the right thing and all that kind of stuff. Because Kenny's a team player for out He's a kiss-ass. He's a kiss-ass. Kenny kiss-ass. We, we need a shirt that says that. Kenny's kiss-ass. Kenny kiss-ass. Now... Remember last episode, I said basically everybody becomes a deacon or a deaconess right. if you've lived right. out there long right. enough. Yes. Again, I am being contacted by a lot of the children that grew up out there. Okay. And I got a private message. Hi, sweetheart. She knows I'm going to read this. Okay. okay. She said that, hello, I'm listening to the latest episode of this podcast, and something came into my mind that I wanted to share. Y'all were talking about the ordaining of deacons and deaconesses and whatnot. I was there from 1996 until 2007, and I never made deaconess, and I'm pretty sure I know why. Ooh. Yes. Why yes, would yes. that be? Well, because... Her family moved there. So she moved there as, you know, a child. Okay, she wasn't born there. No. Okay. No. I'm continuing with her text now. Okay. When I was 14, I was asked by the leader personally, and in parentheses, he literally called my cell phone, and he wanted her to go and work in his office. Okay? Now she continues with, and I knew for a fact that everyone that begins working in his office, it isn't long before he's married to them. Ooh. It happened to my sister and several of my friends. I was working in the cafeteria at this time, but anyways, I told him that I appreciated the opportunity, but I liked where I was and I wanted to stay in the cafeteria. I also did not want to be looked down upon for being the only person to ever turn down a marriage proposal, and there was no way I was marrying him. She's pretty smart at 14. Damn. Pretty yeah. damn smart. And she continues with, and I never made deaconess. LOL. Gee, wonder why. Uh, he has well over 30 women under his headship and or is married to him when I left. If you oh. ever want some horror stories from inside that cafeteria, just let me know. I worked there for years making $10 a week. Oh, we want the stories. $10 a week. And then you have what to tithe on it. Right. What, so you end gonna, up with $7. What, what do you do, do with a dollar a day? A dollar a day. You might as well not even have it. I $10 a week. That is just... But the fact is the leader took her sister... As a child bride. Ugh. And wanted her at 14. Oh, God. And that leads me to uh, pretty much Kenny's Corner. Oh, Kenny's Corner. You know what? We need like a little theme song. Like a little kind of music I ain't giving I ain't giving that man nothing more than the name of Kenny's <laughs> Corner. Okay? What, what do we have for Kenny's Corner this week? First off, uh, hi, Ken. 
there was a member in Facebook. See, I use the little devil head when I post pictures right. of him. And somebody suggested that I should use the smiling poo-poo emoji. Yep, absolutely. So we're, we're, go, we're going to make a poll to see if people want the little devil head. Or Ooh. he could be a shithead. Take your pick. Or maybe I'll just go back and forth between the two. Oh, I think I know what's going to win. Do you now? I'm thinking shithead. Oh, and by the way, Ken, when you brought your son back to me and I had to take him to the hospital, they sent us to the wound care center, which that's pretty significant, isn't yep. it, Laura? You're not going there for just a little paper cut. No, they were actually talking about putting my kid in a hyperbarics chamber. So, damn. Every other day for three weeks, I had to take my four year old child to the wound care center where it would take four people to hold him down, scrape the scab off of his chin and take their finger and go down the side of his Ugh. face and get all oh, of the pus poor out. Kid. He would scream and scream. So meanwhile, this schmuck could have just put on Neosporin and hit he, 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 Yeah, the he had him for a four day weekend and the infection just exploded in those four days. Nice going, Ken. He was fevered, sweating. You could look in his eyes and just tell he was about to pass out. Yeah, that's how I got CPS called on me. Beautiful. And Anything else? Well, I mean, I know there's a ton else, but well, for this well, one. now this is what has been eluding me, okay? The past three Kenny the past two Kenny's corners. It wasn't just one thing that you go wake up one day and you want a divorce. Right. It, it just doesn't happen. Right, it builds up. The giving back of the wedding ring, the towards the very end before I quit going to services and I could tell Kenny was gone and lost, we were arguing about something and I said that he loved the little leader more than he loved his own family. And this man looked me in the eye in deadpan seriousness and said, if he was called into the leader's office and was handed a shoelace and a pair of scissors and the leader needed him to become a eunuch, he would have no problem tying off his dick and snipping it off. That's when I knew whoa. he was gone. That's At that point, you can... It's like, whoa. There's, you're gone. Uh, you're gone. And like I said, it wasn't... Well, and then, you know, you find out that your 37-year-old husband is going to take a, a second wife that's half of less than half of his age that that kind of tells you no between that and the ball snipping no <laughs> he wasn't snipping his balls he was snipping his dick off to become a eunuch you snip the balls off to be a eunuch don't you how He's, are you gonna pee it still has the urethra tube there you snip most of the dick off that's a, a eunuch is what kings used to have around their concubines and wives so that they couldn't defile their wives you, you, you chop your dick off. I thought it was the balls. Oh, well. No. You know what really doesn't matter? Either, either way. Either way, he would snip, he would snip it off either, for the leader. But he'd snip for his, little man. He would, he would snip his man off. Hey, call T leader. Little man. Um, could you call Kenny into your office and tell him <laughs> that you need him to become a eunuch? I think that would be hysterical. Kenny'd either be a eunuch or he'd leave. I don't know which one would happen. He's... I'm thinking probably eunuch. Yeah, and uh, Ken, you need to join the Facebook group. I mean, a lot of people oh. have questions for you. I'll personally let you in. I, I, I got the hell out. It's a closed group, but yeah, you'll let him in. I, I can't guarantee that the members won't attack you for some stuff. But he I'll... has to answer the questions the right way to get let in, though. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, you can also follow us on, if you don't want to join the Facebook group, Laura does end up putting the pictures on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So you can see your little devil face and stuff. We're all over social media. Yeah, you're all over. It's kind of funny. And that's all I have for Kenny's Corner. Bum, ba, dum, ba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, what are we moving on to? Uh, Lucy D. asked a very interesting question that I hope someday to be able to answer. Uh, Lucy, there's a reason that I can't answer that right now, but someday I hope to be able to. Last week, I read again out of a an article okay. that was published, and it was about an anonymous member that was speaking to another newspaper about what was happening out there. Okay. And how secretive they are, all-knowing, super tight control, security. And here we go again. Sitting in services one day, and it was, it was towards the end of one of the feasts. And one of the elders got up there and announced that anybody who had a permanent feast dwelling, because they had called them all dwellings out there, no, you're talking a trailer or a tent Tra or both, no, whatever. Uh, you couldn't leave a tent up. Oh, so oh, okay, so permanent. But trailer. permanent would be like a camping trailer that you would leave gotcha. there. Uh, a bus that you converted into a camper. Anything short of a tent, basically. Anything that's going to be there permanently. Okay. He stood up there and he said that before we all left, if we had a permanent dwelling on the feast grounds, that we had to leave a copy of a key for them at the front gate. Oh, really now? Yes, because... What was their reasoning? Well, see, that's what got me. You know, when somebody's telling you a half-truth or just making flat-out bullshit, it doesn't make sense. Right. When the feast is over, the water main water lines are shut off and drained on the campground. Okay. Okay? Your trailer is... You drain the lines yourself, and you put antifreeze in the toilet bowl for the winter time. And the propane, you have to turn your propane off. Okay. You can leave your propane tank there, but you disconnect the propane from your house, your trailer, whatever. Okay. So there's no propane, and then you open your vents and let all the propane out that's in the vent or in the pipes, Okay. But the reason they wanted a key is in case one of the trailers caught fire or started flooding. Okay, whoa, 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 back up, back up. So if the trailer caught on fire, my guess is no one's going inside. Just saying. Well, I guess they need a key to hurry up and try and get in there and put the flames out. Okay. Of an empty trailer right. where no one's in it. Right. Sure. But how is it going to catch fire? Because the electricity shut off. You never the gas know, is the gas right? is disconnected, and that bullshit about you know. What they say it, about a flood? Because it, you might accidentally What's flood. Maybe your toilet bowl cracked over the winter and just continues to run. But how's that supposed to continue to run if the water to the main campground shut off? So hmm. see, this is one of those I have a brain, and I'm going, what's their ulterior motive? Did anyone question it? Uh, I mean, I to, question them, it, to them, but to them. I don't know. Those kind of questions would not be addressed to the general public. Like, I could go to my counselors and go, what the hell is this? And they'll just tell you to go pray and be submissive. Uh, uh, yeah, give us the key. But I came to find out after I had left 
they wanted more reach in knowing of what their members were doing. So would they bug the place? They were bugging the place oh, everywhere. Oh, no. Everywhere. I was just joking. Yes. And I never did find the bug that was in our trailer. I looked for it, but I, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm looking right. in the smoke detector. I, I could have been looking right at it for right, all I know. Right. But here's the shitty thing. When I got div- started my divorce proceedings with Ken, I actually have a receipt downstairs because he was bugging my fucking no, house. No, he wasn't. Yes. And I had the, and, and I made the mistake. Whoa. Wait, how did you know he was? When did you find he, out? He knew things. He okay. knew things that he would have no way or idea of knowing. And So you just were like, I bet he's bugging the place. I bet he, because he bugged the trailer. Out, out where I was living before I moved. And I actually have, um, from the telephone company down there, a receipt from them. And I stupidly did not call the telephone company from work. I called the mm. telephone company from home, which then oh, told... No. So the telephone company came out, they, they checked, and the line had been spliced and put back together where there was no business for it to be okay. spliced and put back together. And it says... That they didn't find, um, they did not find the actual wiretap, but they found the spot where it was a probable wiretap wire that tap. they had on me. But if you would have called from work, they would have found it, uh, most likely. Yeah, the telephone company most likely would have found it, but you, you know, you're not thinking on something. Right. Oh, right, right. You're probably so, <laughs> probably just so pissed off. I was. That you just like grab the nearest phone, you don't even think. At, at my house, yeah. Right. And to this day, I don't know how they got to where they got. I, I don't know. Maybe they paid my landlord off. Who knows? Holy shit. But yeah, they have... You, well, can we you post a picture of that? suck. We're going to. Okay, we're going good. to. And I had an ex-member suggest that with uh, our Patreon account, we save up. Uh-huh. And we take a plane from here and go to the major airport in that state. And then we you have to take like a little puddle hopper to the town. Mm-hmm. And then we can get a, we can rent a helicopter and we can like do a live flyover <gasps> and we can fly over the compound. And oh my gosh, would that be great? We can drop a water balloon that may or may not just contain water. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Oh my God. Oh my God, that would be so great. That would be hysterical, wouldn't it? Uh, oh, that'd be awesome. And somebody else suggested that we um, maybe save that money up and get a billboard and put it right by their front gates that just <gasps> reads simply, get the hell out. I love that. Yeah, I love. Um, I'm, I'm going to approve. I didn't know how you'd feel about that, so I'm going to approve that one on Facebook. That is she said She said we could probably do that with crowdfunding or something. Could you imagine how funny that would be? Get the hell out! I did. <laughs> oh, that's even better. That's even better. I even, even put my fit picture on there. Oh my God. Like huge, get the hell out. And then in the little corner, like a little bubble. Yeah. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Listen to the podcast, guys. And a picture of you like with your thumb up. You know? Oh yes. That would just, oh, that would be so that is hysterical. freaking cool. Would it not? Would it not? What else you got? Let's see. Uh, there was a Vashik, V-A-S-A-V-I-K, and a Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-B. And by the way, Catherine has a culty name. She has a Y in her name. I, 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 oh, Y's are culty? You ha- pretty much have to have a Y in your name. 
Why? Uh-huh. Be- just because just, just, you do. Okay. Like my son's actual middle name is Matithia. M A T T I T H A Y A H. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, ninety percent of the cult names, your first name has like a uh, the last three letters of my name. Okay, Y A H. Oh. So, and you some some you don't have to keep them in order. Some people do. Some people don't. But my son's first real name doesn't have the Y in it. So that's why they made his middle name gotcha. have end in the Y-A-H. Gotcha. But real quickly, going back to Patreon, we do have a new uh, Patreon subscriber, Catherine. Thank oh. you so much. Well, thank you, Catherine. Thank you, thank you. I just wanted to get that in there before I forgot because it's in my notebook here. Okay. Uh, what were you going to say? I, we forgot to give a Kool-Aid recipe last last week, and we can do that now if you'd like. Why the hell not? We're all like out of order here, so go ahead. We have no order. It just kind of flows. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. Go ahead. But uh, this comes from an ex cult member. Oh yeah. And her name is Sarah B. Hey Sarah. Hey Sarah. And there's some, there's no Kool Aid involved. But what the hell? How can it be a Kool Aid recipe? Because Sarah B. She's Come on. a she's a cult member and she refuses to drink the Kool Aid. All right. Well then. So okay. this is her she contribution. Gets a pass. Yeah, she, she gets, gets a pass. pass. And she named it. The Little Big Man Surprise. Oh, I love it. You take a half a cup of chocolate vodka, which I didn't even know existed. I didn't know that, that exists. We, we have to find chocolate vodka. Ooh. And then you take a half a cup of sweetened and condensed milk. Oh. To add to the chocolate vodka. I guess it tastes like chocolate milk. I don't like know. Like a milkshake. I, I don't know, but we discussed this on Facebook, and I wanted to add... Uh, well, she says you mix that together, and you get a, a milky white goodness, no ice cube trays or turkey basters required. Ooh, 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 And I suggested that we make uh, uh, vanilla pudding ice cubes to put in it. Shut up. And you were like, no way. Everybody, Shut up. Everybody That's thinks it's a good so idea. So disgusting. You go ahead, go ahead and have your little ice cube party. <laughs> Because that is so foul. And another ex-member suggested that we just put a splash of grenadine on the top of it. Oh. For the redness. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, because it's the little man big oh surprise. That's so funny. He got a surprise in his drink. That's so funny. Chocolate vodka. Yeah. We got to find knew? it. We got to find knew? it. We got to find it. And you got anything else? I do. What was it? Where uh, a friend of mine reminded me because she was she listens to the podcast that we didn't call our husbands husbands. We oh. called them our head, just like I read in that news. Oh, because they were like the head of the household. They're the head of the family, okay. the head of you, the head of the household, and that used to piss me off so bad. Just used to piss me off. And I always told all of my friends that Kenny may be the head, but I'm the neck that turns the head, and. Well then, I was the neck that turned the head because I most of the times I could get my way. You know what I mean? Right. That and the fact that he was out he wasn't of, there. He was the out time. of town most of the time, right. so I could pretty much do what I wanted to do anyway. And we're gonna take a quick break because I have to get to the bathroom and I have to find a couple of articles. All right, all right. See. Well, we'll be right back, guys. Bye. We're back. Hey, right, what do you have? Um, in the group of survivors, somebody had shared a while back a a news article from um from from the town where they are. Okay, 
And I didn't much think about the relevance of the article until I spoke to an ex-member this past week. Okay. The article is entitled, Mobile Homes Burned to the Ground at the Cult. Okay. Oh, is this recent? or? This was back, it was February 22nd, as a matter of fact. Of this year? Of this year. Oh, get out. That, I'm going to read you the article. Okay, go ahead. Two mobile homes burned to the ground at the cult compound Thursday morning. Flames engulfed the homes within a matter of minutes, giving emergency crews little time to respond. The sheriff's office told them that the homes were already completely destroyed by the time the firefighters arrived on scene. There were no injuries reported in connection to this incident. It's unknown how many occupants were displaced. And the fire departments, uh, there, was, there was a few fire departments and the cause is still under investigation. That's pretty much the only thing that the article says. Okay. Now, I was speaking with an ex-member and pretty much the only reason this even made the news and those mobile homes went burnt to the ground is because they wouldn't let the firefighters onto the property. You mean the cult wouldn't? The cult wouldn't let the fire department onto the property. How do you hold them back if they have fire trucks? How do you keep gates, them out? Gates, locked gates, I'm assuming. Oh my God. But everybody in the community, because a lot of people can't afford to leave that town because the cult took everything from them. Right. And where are you going back to? Back to a city that you haven't been to in 10, 15 years? And you have no money. Exactly. And they found it really odd that they wouldn't let emergency services onto the grounds. And I guess they were trying to do damage control. I don't know what the grounds look like these days. I don't know if it was the actual feast grounds that the trailers were on or if it was one of the many properties that he owns that he turns into trailer parks for his people but they thought that it was really really odd now I was sitting thinking about it and what was it last show or the show before that I mentioned that there was a member that or an ex-member that was very specific about if you don't pay attention to the child they will burn the village down I think that was last episode I'm wondering if the kids are trying to start a revolt. Maybe they don't want to be there, and maybe somebody set the place on fire. I don't know. Trying to get emergency services in there? I It's I just a know. theory of mine. Just a theory. But I just find it odd that they wouldn't let them onto the property for so long. That I wonder what, the, I mean, wonder what exactly they were hiding. I don't know, but another ex-member that I talked to said that there have been other times that authorities had to come on to the property for whatever and they're <coughs> excuse me they're they're hiding children they're pulling them out of where they're working because they've already like labor laws yeah they've Child already been busted laws. for that oh my god so i don't exactly know what they were try damage control they were trying to clean up out there oh who the hell knows I, it could I, be anything i'll try and keep everybody you know updated on it if I can but it, it it is what it is and do you want me to go ahead with my articles oh you got articles I have articles I went through the box of stuff that you have and you saved you saved a hell of a lot 
That's I, all I gotta say. I'm a pack rat. What can I say? Oh my gosh. So I found two different articles and um, the first one is all about how the neighbors by the cult prepared for the festival. Now these are non-cult members, but just people that live by the cult. It's out in the country and it's on, so on a dirt road. So there was a lot of people. people. There was a lot of, a lot of neighbors. Okay. So it says no trespassing signs are tacked to trees. Security cameras are mounted on poles and dogs are tied in their yards. A week long festival is about to begin and neighbors are ready. We're prisoners on our own land, said a neighbor who, along with a number of other neighbors, is shoring up for the eight day feast of unleavened bread or Passover celebrated at the religious compound. You got anything to say about that? I, so how many neighbors would you say there are that aren't cult members? I I don't know. I mean, I, roughly hundreds, maybe twenty. I, I I don't know. It they're in the middle of a dirt road that is seven miles long. Oh, so okay. It's you have to go down the dirt road three and a half miles in either direction to get to a gotcha. Road. Okay. And there's all kinds of little farms or people buy a tract of land real cheap and throw a mobile gotcha. home on it and. There's a lot of people out there that like have horses because you have to have the land. Oh, okay. And a lot of land out there, some of it you can get really cheap, uh, especially if you can't put a well on it. There's no sign of water and you'd have to get city water. I know now that they are tying purple ribbons. The cult is tying purple ribbons on like the entrances to their driveways and things. Oh, for what reason? Purple. What's purple? purple was the color that they came out with in the state that I was in to mark no trespassing. What? Like you could okay. paint fence posts. And that was supposed to just instead of a sign. Yeah, it was in all of the newspapers for a while because of hunters and things like that. Purple was the new color that was warning you this is, don't come here. And red didn't work, apparently, for, like, red, you know, danger stop. I don't know. They went with purple. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I mean, apparently, um, a, an, another ex-member told me that members are tying purple ribbons, like, where their driveways and their private mm, roads are. Okay. Kind of like, don't come down here. We're not responsible for what happens if you do. Gotcha. Stay away. Stay away. Okay. All right. Back to the article. It says, uh, phone calls from worried family members nationwide have come to the, the newspaper since it published a series of articles last year about the sect. The group has since been written about in numerous publications and featured in television programs. Yes. Okay. Um, so now they're talking about, I guess, one of the main intersections on that road you were talking about. It says, the intersection looks like a tornado hit it, said a neighbor who lives nearby. The property is littered with ramshackle trailer houses, tents, piles of wooden pallets, and trash. Yes. Um, people, like this person, have to drive by it every day to get to their property. They purchased thinking that they had... Hang on here a second. They had found peace and quiet in the countryside. Yep. But they didn't find peace and quiet. No, they didn't. Um, then one neighbor says, I probably won't stay here. She had planned to build a house on her property someday where a mobile home sits now, but she's changed her mind. Our friends won't even come out to visit us. No. She says, listen, this is a real good one. She says the sect members wander over private property and even took her dog. Why would they take her dog? 
Because they're assholes. Did they? Did she get her dog back? Does it um, say? It says. Let me see. Do 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 do. Um, several days later, she found the dog tied in her yard, unharmed. Well, at least she got her. At dog least she got back. her dog back. But what the hell? It was probably a kid or something that wanted a dog because. Oh my god. Because in the end, animals. You weren't allowed to have animals in your house because they're unclean. unclean. They're dirty. Oh, good lord. And I. In Kenny's attempt to get me to stay, he bought me this African gray parrot. Okay. A parrot. A parrot. The the pet shop was going okay. the pet shop was going out of out of business. So he brought me a peace offering of this parrot, okay? And it had been living in the pet shop for over a year. It has been terrorized by children and adults alike. It took me forever to get... Here's a present. Yeah. It bit oh my god, it my kids hated this bird. It would bite them. But the funny thing is, is parrots, they do pick up things around them. Oh, that's so funny. It started out with the click, click, click of turning on the stove with the electric starter. Okay. And then I needed to replace the batteries in the smoke detector. And like every 30 seconds it goes beep. So well, the parrot would go beep? Every 30 seconds. No. Yeah. And oh, it, that's so great. It, that's how, what it started learning to copy things. And the dog has, has supposed to have been living outside for the past two years, okay? I made my poor old, you know, 16-year-old dog live outside the, oh. when Kenny would come home. Oh. Yeah, and I'm, I'm serving the man lunch one day, and I'm just, he's, he's picking up his sandwich, getting ready to take a bite, and the parrot goes, Bubba, here, boy, Bubba. <gasps> No. And he stops mid-bite, looks at me, and he goes, you've been letting that damn dog in the house, haven't you? And I went, no, 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 no. The parrot must have picked it up when I was taking the the food out to the porch because I feed him out on the porch. And Yeah, the damn parrot. Damn parrot sold me out. (laughs) The parrot sold me out. (laughs) My kids didn't sell me out. No. What was, like, other than that, what was the best thing it copied? Oh, and you remember anything else? No, it would it would do it would just copy sounds. It would scream like the kids. It would just scream like because you know your kid has a scream sound. Right, right, right. right. And when one kid's tickling another one, and they're going, ah! and the parrot picked up the scream. It was annoying. Did you get rid of that parrot? The parrot's gone. <laughs> the parrot. The parrot actually. It was a very tragic story, but it has a very nice life now. My my wonderful mother found the parrot a nice place to live with a lady who works at, um, what's the place? The aviary. Oh, okay. We tried to get him into the Pittsburgh aviary, but he was plucked bald by that point. Um, yeah, he needed birdie Valium, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't we all need some Valium? But she she has, a lady who works there has Solomon, and it's, it's yeah, his name was Solomon. Biblical. Biblical, yeah. of course. Of course. Keep reading your article. Um, well, there's just one more part in this article. Um, it says, as big as an eyesore as the group has created around the compound... Uh, they said the people there are pleasant to deal with. So that's like you were saying that is like the powers that be were the assholes. Yes. The actual people that were the quote nothings, as you said, right. whatever, were actually very nice. Um, I would say like seventy-five to eighty percent of the people there actually had their heart into we're doing something good. We are in the right place. And helping to promote the group and 
Yeah, just the upper echelon, basically. Some of the security. It just depends on how long you've been there and if you're in on the scam or not. So Right. Yes. Right. Okay. You got another article? I have another one. This says um, it's about family members increase efforts to remove loved ones from the sect. There's been a lot of people that have tried to remove loved ones. Okay. So this one says, um, I'm just going to make up names for this guy. Okay. Okay. It says, uh, Gary barely knew his eight-year-old daughter when he saw her three months ago. Her hair was cropped and her clothes were shabbier. Um, I wanted to put my fist through a wall, he said. So he is going to court and he's one of a growing number of people across America who are turning to the judicial system in hopes of extracting their loved ones. Um, his wife left him a year ago after she became involved with the sect through a friend who had visited on one of the three annual feasts. Um, so this guy says he agreed to give his wife custody of their daughter, but that was before he realized what the cult was really like. Now he wants to reverse that decision, but he knows that he won't, it won't be easy. Um, and like many others, he's learning that courts are reluctant to get involved. I can't prove they're physically abusing her, but what about the emotional f effects, he says, fighting to hold back tears. What about her childhood? She lost her childhood. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. And that's one of the older articles, I think, that I've saved from, I don't even remember what this, year. Because I actually cut that one out of the newspaper. A, a yeah, real this, live newspaper. And of course, I can't see the date because when I copied this, like the page was folded over. Well, that's okay. So it's from 19-something. Yes, so it's before the year 2000. Mm -hmm. But okay. When we had real newspapers. Exactly. Okay, so now there's a Michigan woman who is trying everything she can to win custody of her seven-year-old sister. How sad is that? They just ripped families apart. Um, says she asked that her real name not be used. Her mother, a physician, tried to talk a colleague out of joining the cult, but ended up joining the sect herself. Yes, I, I remember her. You do? I do. Ooh. She's now attending the upcoming feast and is selling her possessions and plans to move to that city. Everybody sells their shit and moves there. I went, the last weekend, we were in Charleston. All of the pagan things I wasn't allowed to take. All of my sister, Satan's sister's slut clothes. Whatever. I took to the flea market and got like 300 oh bucks. God. I got 300 bucks for all my stuff. Wow. And that was it. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I had some stuff that my grandpa had given me. And like, like memory, like, like personal things. Yeah. Oh man. I, I had a friend who really didn't have a lot of money, but she got her, tried to make her daughter feel really special. And she went out and bought a sheet set that was hearts and rainbows and whatnot and she got the comforter, she got the pillowcases, she got the curtains, right? Mm -hmm. And about a month later, they came out with Hearts Are Pagan. Oh, God. Can you imagine having to explain to your, like, eight-year-old daughter, I'm sorry, we have to burn all of your bedding and curtains now. I'm sorry. No, that's not going to scar her for life. I was going to say, I, I haven't talked to the girl, I haven't asked the mother, but can you imagine a month later, your mother saying, we have to burn your shit? I mean, that would just traumatize Unbelievable. you so you said you remember this woman oh i do talking about yes okay um so they're talking about the seven-year-old girl it says um her sister had been forced to go along with it all she says and complains that people are mean to her they preach to her about death and destruction and make her drink wine yes 
That was the last straw for me, this woman says. She just doesn't want she just doesn't want to be around them. So then you said you know this guy, Philip from the Cult Watch Group Watchman Fellowship. Um, is helping do several dozens of family members mount cases to protect children from the group. They're trying. And it says, little man, the little man, has manipulated lives from Washington State to New York State. He's manipulated lives around the world. I actually found out from some ex-members that he has four, five, six different scams going on right now. Around the world or the country or both? One of them is, um, I have to find more out about it, it's in Africa somewhere. So he's all the way over there. He's got something Little going man. on over there. He's got something going on in a neighboring town three hours from there. He has a, a program that I can't name that he's touting that he sells. It, he's just got a lot of stuff going on. I, I just can't imagine how much money shyster. he's worth. What a shyster. He is very much a shyster. Oh my gosh. Then it says, um, she goes on to say, if you're not a believer, you're the enemy. They want people who can't fight back. That's it. A, that's why you're encouraged to give up family and friends that, here, Laura, here's a pamphlet, and you, you might take it because you're my friend, and then I'll ask you about it, and you're like, yeah, I read it, but I'm just really not into that. Well, I'm supposed to break ties with you. Right, because you because I can't convince person, you to come, and that person might talk you out of it. Exactly, and one of their other slogans was four out of five or three out of four fall away. So a family of four shows up, and suddenly you're the only one left because your mom and dad left. You're married to somebody, and your brother took off. And yeah, I wow. I, I have one. well that was the that's the end of my two articles. I have they were pretty special. Well, I... I can't believe you know that one woman. I, I know a lot of people in all these articles. I, I really do. I, I was there for 10 years, and... That just blows my mind. I mean, it makes sense. It makes total sense, but it just blows my mind. A, I've watched videos. There's an undercover video where a woman actually has the camera in her button. Nice. And she shows up on the property, and she is swarmed by these women. No, was this unannounced? Yes. Okay. And she was swarmed by, and I knew three or four of the women, the one I didn't really know. <coughs> Excuse me. And they're all, oh, she's like, well, I thought services, this undercover woman, she's like, well, I saw your billboard and I found it interesting. And I, I finally, you know, decided to come and check you guys out. It says public welcome. And the one elder's wife, you can see on camera going, well, most people call us in advance and we let them know, you know, they need to bring a pair of slippers that haven't been worn outside. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, 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 yada. And there's, I, I don't know where I'm going with this now. I totally forgot. <laughs> the woman went undercover. Yeah, there's just so much that is out there in the media. Do you know what I mean? Right. And... Yeah, uh, I I posted a picture of, I really hate when I lose my train of thought. It'll come back to you, if not now. We need a teleprompter and an assistant. Ooh, that would be so fun. That would be so cool. But I, when I became a deaconess and I posted that picture. Yes. Allie and she put, pants, do I spy a zipper? How very scandalous. <laughs> you might think you're a man. Well, uh, yeah, or I I might assert my, my husband's authority. We don't want that. I, I, I might be suddenly come attracted to you. Uh, I, you know. So many things with that zipper. Exactly. Well, so, 
another ex member who's very dear to my heart, Shirley, she was like another mother to me. She jumped in on this thread and she spent five years longer there than I did. How she stood it. She said she stayed because of her grandkids. Mm. She couldn't Aww. leave her grandkids. And unfortunately, one of her grandkids is the one that got molested by the child molester. Oh, God. And that's what eventually forced her to leave. But on the um, thing of zippers, she said it got worse. You you were not allowed to have frontal zippers at all. And those that could not afford new clothes turned their jeans around and zippered them in the back. Can you imagine how, how would your... How would your body even fit in jeans like that? How the hell do you do that? I'm going to, when I get home, I'll take my jeans off and try and put them on backwards. I will let you know how that works. How is that even possible? I don't know. I'll let so you. So the zipper on your ass is okay? I, I, I guess. I, I don't, maybe you're growing a dick out your ass. I don't know. Oh my God. She goes on to say that if they didn't do that, they sewed up the fly and wore them that way. But the zipper's still there. No, they take the zipper out and sew it up. Oh. Uh, when when they left, there was an issue for her grandchildren to get used to the clothes that CPS gave them. Because they were removed from that house when pedophile elder was arrested. Gotcha. Okay. And suddenly, you know, CPS gives you clothes to wear. Right. And they don't give a damn about zippers. They're like, here. Exactly. And here, take a shower. Here's some shampoo. Right. Get out of here's those filthy Grungy rags you're right. wearing and her granddaughters had a really hard time adjusting the first few weeks because oh God. it has been pounded into their heads no zippers about the zippers now i just want to go a little bit on the breeding program that we talked about Ugh. in the article last week and it makes me sick to even think about it but i had a friend that had three tiny daughters when i first got there okay and i in retrospect thinking back i don't think those three girls ever left they their dad was he ran the backhoe and the heavy equipment and they lived on the grounds all year round all year round okay. and in retrospect i'm not sure those three girls ever even left the compound Oh, my God. I And this was the early 90s. This is before I even had kids. And I really don't remember the mother ever leaving either. And the more I thought about it, they have the grocery stores on the grounds. I, I'm assuming people don't really go into town. They don't have to anymore. Anymore. And the children, it reminds me of that M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Village. Oh, if you haven't seen it, guys, watch The Village. I'm not going to give it away, but the cult reminds me of this movie. It sounds like they just keep adding more and more so you don't need to leave. They don't want people to leave. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, especially the kids. I mean, if if you're a girl and you're born there and you know nothing exists outside of that compound. I mean, who tell who I, they could be selling kids for all I know. I I have no idea, but it from what I'm reading, it is making me sick. And the very last time I talked to you Kenny, you Kenny. Last time I talked to you, I had gotten news that his dad, who was an elder, okay? He saw a girl at Walmart with her mother that was 15. 
And it was the first time he saw her without her veils and long dresses on. Oh, wait, and this guy is what, 70s? 70s. 70s. Late 70s. Okay. okay. He decided that he needed to have this 15-year-old girl as a wife. Oh, he did now. Okay. He went from what I heard from other ex-members. He went to the leader and told him that he saw this girl. He lusted after her. And of course, because he lusted after it's her. It's a sin. It's a sin and it's already been committed and he defiled her in his mind. So it's already done and it's a sin. So the little man gave this 15-year-old to the 70 year old and some what, old man what, what do the parents have to say it's an honor, it's an honor. Oh, to be married God. to an elder okay but here's the point of my story the very last time i spoke to my ex which i'd never get back together with him um i have forgiven him it was a boulder off of my back because we all have choices and i can't stand the choices he made but the very last time I ever spoke to him, I brought up the fact of, Ken, your dad married a freaking 15-year-old. Can you wrap your head around right. that? Can you see how messed up that is? And he spoke to me pretty much in a robotic voice that, and he said, I, these are not the exact words, but something to the effect of, I know nothing of what occurs in my brother's house. I am busy minding my own house. Oh. So you're not supposed to know what's going on in somebody else's house. That's their business, no matter how wrong it is. And I, I, that just made my Turn blood... Turn blind eye. That made my blood boil. That he knows... How could you not know your dad married a 15-year-old? Right. Come on. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty much done well, on and, this. And what's he going to say to his dad? His dad's an elder. He's just turning a blind eye to it, right. is, is, is what he's doing, you know? And, yeah. Ken, you turned a blind eye to evil, buddy. I'm just waiting for that cactus to dry fuck you up the ass, buddy. <laughs> I seriously am. Oh, my God. I that, would that's so, an image right there. I, I would so love to be there to watch it, but I, I'm, I can only hope, you know what I mean? Karma. Karma's gonna dry fuck him up the ass with karma. Cactus. Just saying. Just saying. You got anything else? Um, no. My my mind right now with all of the things that are happening to the kids, the things that have we've been talking about. That's quite enough. It. I. I think I've had enough, and you're cranky. You want to go to bed? <laughs> I, I'm so. Tired. We're gonna drop the episode <gasps> oh and go to my bed. God. But before we do that, we're gonna do like do a little change. You know, change up here and go from like. Creepy pedophiles and all that to our promo this week. We don't have a pedophile promo, do no, we? No, we don't. Okay, this I, I is was... an awesome one. This is pretty awesome. Okay. It's called The Haunted Heart, and it is a podcast on all things witchy, horror, true crime, and macabre, hosted by two best friends who are sometimes funny, sometimes deep, but always hashtag trash talent. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you were so, drinking gin tonight too. I was. I was. So the podcast is The Haunted Heart. They are on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. Give them a listen, and we have their promo that's going to play at the end of this podcast. All right. And I got my book from the library. I'm learning about nonprofits. And nice. Um, you know, I may be taking baby steps. And hey, baby steps are all that matters. As long as you keep moving forward. That's right. 
Yeah, you know, if you can't fly, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. If you can't crawl, I mean, pull yourself along on your fingertips. Do something. Right. But uh, till next time, guys, seriously, if you need help, try and find it somewhere until I'm able to help you. Honestly, because I want to help we'll everybody. Get Someday we will get there. I will get there or die trying. We will get there. Anyway, um, this is Deb. And I'm Laura. And we'll talk to you all next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for letting us in. We are the Haunted Heart. Two best friends joined together by a twisted fascination with magic, madness, and the macabre. Join us on our journey, where we are sometimes deep. Some... What? Did the music just cut out? Oh, shit. I can't hear it, Kenny. Is it... I can't hear it either. Did you not get a clip that was long enough for the promo? Oh, God. Oh, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. We're trash talent. That's a fair point. This is a podcast for people who like trash. And we are trash. And we like to talk about all things macabre, witchy, true crime, and anything else our little haunted hearts fancy. So join us for new episodes every Wednesday. Tune in to The Haunted Heart wherever you listen to podcasts. And And as as always, always, stay spooky. spooky.